Yesterday, during the breaks, because I'm so blessed to have so many of you who are friends of mine on Facebook, who are fans on face our fan page, but we need more of those because most of the 5,000 people who are my friends on Facebook I don't know, and the thousands that are waiting to be friends I don't know either. So you all need to be on the fan page because we pretty much, you know, I, I, I post similar things uh, on both. And so uh, do my crew, my crew posts things uh, throughout the show on both of those as well. Um, and also follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Very blessed to have you listening, to have you uh, interacting with us. Yesterday during um, the break, and as I mentioned during the breaks, I read this stuff and I comment and I, and I respond because it's physically impossible for me to do all and comment all on everything everybody sends me. It's just impossible. It's only 24 hours in the day. I'm only one person. But yesterday, during the break, when I saw something on Facebook, it stuck in my mind. And when I was looking at the news today, I thought, we have got to talk about this. I've got to share this with you. Because you're not just listeners. You're more than listeners to me. You're, you're my, you've become friends and family. And we are a family here at the Leslie Marshall Show. Even if we don't agree, even if we don't have the same ideology, even if we're on the same team but not voting for the same person or rooting for the same person right now, we're in this together. Yesterday on Facebook, and I'm paraphrasing because I, I don't have it, I'm doing it directly from memory. Somebody posted about Dennis Hastert's sentence, how small it was and short it was, and then posted about a woman with regard to a marijuana offense and how many years she got. And, and what it came down to, when they had the picture of Dennis Hastert on the left and this young woman on the right, is that child molesters get a slap on the hand. But people with any kind of a charge tied to marijuana get the book thrown at them. Now, we already know there is a problem with people who have offenses related to marijuana. I'm not talking about drug cartels, okay, here. We're talking about an organic substance that has been legalized in many states for medicinal purposes and many more. I believe it will be a nationwide thing at some point, probably in our near future. And for recreational purposes in some states. We already know alcohol is legal. We know the numbers with regard to crimes, violent crimes, at the hands of somebody who drank too much or got behind the wheel after having too much to drink. And we just don't see the headlines. This guy was high from smoking a dime bag of pot and shot up this whole university. But we do know the outcome of this societal demonization of those associated with marijuana and being arrested in conjunction with marijuana. Whether using, buying, selling. Our prisons are overcrowded. And there's something wrong, in my opinion, with a mass murderer, a rapist, a child molester standing alongside some guy who bought or sold a lot of pot, a lot of marijuana. And when I look at Dennis Haster. And what he has done, and when you hear some of the victims' testimony, you would have to be 
You you have to be not human to feel something for these individuals, much like you would have to be not human to, to feel for those people who are the victims of molestation at the hands of anyone, whether it's a priest in their church, a teacher, a police officer, a family member, or in this case, a politician, or at that time, somebody that they looked up to, somebody that they trusted, their coach. I want to talk about this. Dennis Haster, and I want to be very clear, this for me has nothing to do with politics or political party. This has to do with a different P, two Ps, predator and pedophile. Dennis Haster will become the first former Speaker of the United States House of Representatives to go to prison. Yesterday, a federal judge sentenced Dennis Hastert to 15, you're holding, you're sitting, if you don't know the sentence, are you ready? you ready for me to say 15 years, aren't you? 15 months. 15 months. You know, my daughter just turned eight. My son will be nine the end of June. And everybody says to me, it goes quick. Enjoy it. The day I got married, my aunt whispered in my ear and said, take a moment for yourself, stand back, and take it all in, because it goes quick. Fifteen months goes quickly. It goes too quickly for the crime, in my opinion, for the crime this man has been found guilty of and is guilty of. There is no question, there is no shadow of a doubt. Fifteen months behind bars. U.S. District Judge Thomas Durkin's decision actually goes beyond the prosecution's recommended sentence. That sentence could have been anywhere from probation to six months in prison. Now, when the charges against him pertain to federal banking violations, much of yesterday's hearing centered on the alleged sexual abuse that took place decades ago when he worked as a wrestling coach at Yorkville High School. He admitted to the sexual abuse allegations. He did not see any related charges because of the statute of limitations that passed, which brings up another question. For child molestation, for rape, shouldn't there be a longer statute of limitations or none at all? I interviewed a a woman yesterday. We taped it, and we're going to play it for you on a day that I may not be here. So you have a nice, fresh, live interview you've never heard. She's one of the survivors of Ted Bundy, and she just came forward after 40 years. I've been the victim of sexual assault. I've been the victim of rape. I know many women and men who have as well. For some, they can't bring themselves to tell anyone for years. Because they blame themselves. They, they feel inadequate. They, they feel dirty. So there are a couple of issues here. The sentencing and the statute of limitations. I personally and truly believe, and it reminds us more and more when we look at cases like Bill Cosby, Dennis Haster, and others, that there should be no statute of limitations with regard to rape. And when we look at the Catholic Church, there should be no statute of limitations with regard to sexual molestation either. And if there's penetration, I don't care where that penetration is, it's rape. 
You diddle a child or tell them to diddle you, you have molested that child. You have ruined that child. You have taken away their childhood. You have caused them to have numerous problems throughout their life with self-esteem. Many people who have been molested, one in four in our society, by the way, overeat, drink, turn to drugs, have many unhealthy relationships and have a hard time having a relationship. Sometimes they repeat the offense of their offender, not that it's excusable, but it just makes more victims going forward of the children out there. It makes me sick to my stomach. I have never been molested as a child. I have never been raped as a child. And there's a difference. I know some of you may not like that I say that. I was a young woman, and it's very different, who had already had sexual experiences and emotionally, even though it ripped me apart mentally, physically, and emotionally, so to speak, it is different in my experience and opinion than it would be for a child. Now, when he admitted to the sexual allegations, like I said, he didn't see any related charges because of the statute of limitations that had passed. If the sexual abuse allegations factored into sentencing on charges that he skirted banking laws, should the statute of limitations even exist? This is something we need to ask ourselves. This is something we need to talk about. This is a case like no other, and this is a sentencing like no other. We had graphic testimony from two victims who were absolutely victims. But they're not victims, considered victims by the law. There will be no charge for this man's conduct because of that statute of limitations. This is not a typical situation, but then again it is. That's why some people don't ever say anything. It's too late. It never should be too late, right? Now, for what he did, the statute of limitations is up. But for what he did, and he's admitted he did, and judges can factor into in sentencing and go beyond as they have the prosecutor's recommendation. It just doesn't make sense, does it, folks? It doesn't make sense. Murderers get life or even death. But you rape a child and you're out and you can do it again and again and again and again. And then that statute of limitations, maybe you never have charges brought against you. Like Dennis Haster. And then again, on the other side of the spectrum, you, you, you have people that have a nickel or dime bag of pot and they serve more time than Dennis Haster. There's something wrong with this. There's something wrong with our system. Just look at the prison situation, the prison overcrowding. Mandatory minimums don't work. Demonizing and treating those with marijuana-related offenses do not, in my opinion, better our society. They worsen our criminal justice system because that system is for those child molesters, those rapists, those murderers, in my opinion. So we have a lot of questions here, and I, I want to get to it. Should there be a statute of limitation on crimes of sexual abuse? 
when crimes should have no statute of limitations, what crime should? I mean, should there be a statute of limitations on crimes of sexual abuse? There is no statute of limitation with murder. There is with rape. There is with rape of a child, molestation of a child. Should there be a statute of limitations on crimes of sexual abuse? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. What crimes, if there should be no statute of limitation, what crimes would you say that should apply to? 8886-LESLIE. By the way, should there be a statute of limitations on crimes at all? Yes or no? Why or why not? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Does the sentence of 15 months for an admitted child molester like Dennis Haster compare to a life sentence for a marijuana grower like Lee Carroll Brooker? Doesn't this just show how screwed up, ass backwards and upside down our criminal justice system is? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What reforms, if any, would you make to our current criminal justice system and incarceration system? That's part of it. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, a large amount of both Democrats and Republicans in Congress have shown a willingness to enact criminal justice reform legislation. Will it ever get done, seeing they can never work nice and play nice together? 8886-LESLIE. And if by some act of God or miracle, it does, could this be a good example of how the two parties can work together in a bipartisan manner, even though we're in a time of extremely divided partisan politics? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is our criminal justice system biased? If so, how? 8886-LESLIE. Should government officials be held to a higher standard than other U.S. citizens? The American people put their faith in Dennis Haster. So did those children into their coach. Should government officials be held to a higher standard than other Americans, other citizens in America? 8886-LESLIE. And in that instance, should they then be punished more, not less harshly? 8886-LESLIE. And do you agree or disagree with the length of the sentence Dennis Haster received? 8886-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 8886-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio. Dennis Haster sentenced to 15 months. Statute of limitations prevents, even though he admitted sexual abuse uh, from charges being brought against him. And, you know, then we have people sentenced to life in prison for growing pot. What's wrong with our system? What would you do to fix it? Should there be a statute of limitations? And is Dennis Haster's sentence sufficient for you. 8886 Leslie 8886537543 is the number pick up the phone and join us. And uh, we started out with let's start it out with Paul. 
Let me see. Where is Paul? Paul in Washington, line one, listening on Progressive Voices. Hey, Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Uh, well, to answer your question straight off before we run into the, the break here, um, I, I agree with you. I don't think there should be any statute of limitations on abuse of a child, period. Uh, now, any kind of abuse of a child, and the reason being that that child was incapable, not, not uh, you know, didn't have the, the, what do they call it, the, uh, the well, wasn't mature enough to, to be able to complain, to file complaint. So, especially in a sexual abuse case where it often is uh, the, the child is threatened, perhaps, to, to not come forward, how can, you, how can there possibly be a statute of limitations on something where there's duress on the victim not to come forward? All right, Paul, hold that thought. Quick break. We'll be back to you. If you're holding, hang on. You want to join us? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Should there be a statute of limitations? Marshall, you know, it's pretty hard to make a straight-faced case in support of a mandatory sentence of life or mandatory minimums, especially a mandatory sentence of life without parole for simple possession of marijuana. Unfortunately, such sentences will continue to be legal, at least for now. The Supreme Court's refusal on Monday, they refused to hear the appeal of Lee Carroll Booker. Booker is a 75-year-old disabled veteran currently serving a mandatory life sentence without parole in Alabama. You want to know what his crime was? He grew about three dozen, that would be 36, marijuana plants in his son's backyard in Dothan, Alabama. Now, he didn't sell it. He used it for his own medicinal purposes. And state by state, we see the legalization of marijuana for medicinal purposes. And this man, in his 70s, sits behind bars for simply growing 36 pot plants. Not buying it. Not selling it. Growing it and using it for his own medicinal purposes. Supreme Court wouldn't hear the case. Our prisons are filled with people like this rather than violent offenders. And because of the statute of limitations, Dennis Hastert should be where this guy is, and Brooker should be home, in my opinion. He used it for medicinal purposes because he suffers from multiple chronic ailments. By the way, the prosecution did not dispute any of the medical chronic ailments he suffers from. But they didn't have to. Alabama, like three other states in our country, mandates life without parole simply for possession of marijuana, even in small amounts, okay? Especially if you have a prior felony conviction. Now, Mr. Brooker, when he was a young man, was convicted of a string of robberies in the state of Florida. But he did serve his time. He served 10 years in prison, and he was paroled. In such a case... The law does not require prosecutors to prove any intent to sell the drug. They just assume there's an intention. In Mississippi, 30 grams. Now, that's barely one ounce, people. Any of you have bought it, sold it, or smoke it. Barely one ounce. 
and that's enough to send someone to prison for the rest of his or her life with no chance of release. Alabama's cutoff is slightly higher, 2.2 pounds, 1 kilogram, 1 kilo, but that makes no more sense. It was no help to Mr. Booker. His plants weighed 2.8 pounds. Oh, by the way, that includes stock and leaves. His sentencing judge said he would have imposed a shorter sentence if he could have. Amazing, huh? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Should there be a statute of limitations on crimes of child molestation, sexual assault, rape? Because there is. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Does it chafe your hide that Dennis Hastert's going to get 15 months of slap on the hand? He's admitted to molesting children. And Mr. Brooker grew some pot in his son's backyard because of his pain. And he goes to life prison and for life no parole we'll die there 8886 leslie 8886537543 we were talking with paul in washington on line one listening on progressive voices paul thank you for holding welcome back please continue well that, that's an outrageous story um and undoubtedly mr brooker's ailments uh are in part at least a result of his military service uh it, it's funny how Alabama, we seem not to have an Eighth Amendment in this case where a cruel and unusual punishment, I would think that it would be cruel and unusual to, uh, and, you know, to be life in prison without parole based on growing plants. And then the other part was his, uh, his, felony, his conviction for bank robbery was in another state. So on the, 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 And he served his time. Yeah, and they're mixing and matching as to states' rights in one case, but now they're going to use his conviction in another state for their own purposes. Let me get back to this Dennis Haster case, because there's something here that I have not heard I want to bring to this that I haven't heard anybody else talk about. And that is this hush money agreement, supposed contract that he has with one of the alleged victims. This is very troublesome, because what this is essentially is extortion on the part of the victim. And... I think that extortion on both sides ought to be a crime because look what the result is here. Because Denny Hastert paid this money and the victim hushed up the, the, the crime, uh, Denny Hastert was not exposed. And that subjected other victims to also running out of their statute of limitations. You see? Yes, I do. I follow you there. And so, in other words, this it's, it's against the law to pay someone to cover up a crime, even if it's the victim and even if it's your crime. You, it's, it's extortion in both ways. That's illegal. So this, this person has a, a case pending that, this is a, that he's owed more money on this contract. I don't define it to be a legitimate contract because it, it's, it's dirty all over it, because it's, it's, it's paid, it's extortion to cover up a crime. I don't care that it was the victim of the crime that's, that's being enriched. He also contributed to the damage of other victims. So he doesn't have any sympathy on, on my part here. Uh, both of them, uh, and the fact that I don't know if it will be considered extortion because of the fact that, well, how much money was received before the statute had run out? That's, that's really is what they will probably get to because the hush money had to have started before the statute ran out. When this, when this all started is, is the problem, and, and the fact that there is a statute, but if you can see what I'm saying is that while he was, while he was hushing up, not exposing Denny Hatcher for the crime, other victims were left silent 
and their time for justice ran out. That's a big problem, if you ask me. All right. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate your comments, as always. Love having you on the show. Thank you very much. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the uh, number. Let's go to Robert in Florida. We were just talking about Florida. Uh, listening on TuneIn on line two. Robert, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. Long time no talk, but uh, glad to hear you. Well, thank um, you, Robert. I good to hear you. I want to say this. Uh, you were asked the question about statute of limitations, and I wanted to add one thing on Paul's thing. When the guy took hush money, and basically, even though he's the victim, he also becomes a prostitute at this point. Because, let me tell you this, God forbid that he, you know, Danny Hester did that to me or anyone I know or love, I would find the one thing that Danny Hester loved, and I would I would do it, I would kill it. I would do it in front of his eyes. That's just me and my vendetta, but that's the way I would do it. I wouldn't, the money to me would be like, uh, you know, walking away money. I, 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 I don't know. I, it, that, that's, I don't know. It bothers me. But, I can understand. I mean, the guy's life was ruined, and many other people's lives were ruined because of what he did. But uh, to me, it seems like the payoff is, is prostitution. Um, uh, maybe I'm crazy and wrong, but that's the way I'm looking at it right now. Um, the other thing is... Uh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ahead. But can you, just, can you just say that to the victims? No, how, how do I say that to the victim? I would say, listen, there's other means, there's other ways to get revenge and justice. You know, I would... I would but wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what is our criminal justice system supposed to be about? Law and order. And if somebody breaks the law, it, it also breaks the order of a civilized, humane society. Right. And, if some, and you, you have no idea, and neither do I. I have a better idea perhaps than, than you do because of what I do for a living because people confide in me on and off air about things that most people don't normally get confided uh, you know, uh, about. Um, and, and I can tell you that the, these people in one way or another are screwed up. Right. You, you, okay, I, this man screwed. They, they, they're screwed up about authority. They're screwed up about trust. They're screwed up... Sometimes there's, quite frankly, this has nothing to do with being born gay, you know, anything like that. But sometimes they're screwed up about their sexuality, and uh, sometimes they're, they're screwed up about relationships. Um, they blame themselves. They feel like they did something wrong, or why were they no. picked out of the ten kids on the team, or whatever. I mean, the li- the list just goes on. Right, but you know, like what Paul just said, though, by taking the money and the hush money and the walking away money. How many other victims suffered? I mean, he's got a point. No, no, I, I, I hear you, but I can't judge that person. Right. And that's not why I really called. I called in to say that, uh, you know what, the judge that sentenced him to 15 months or whatever, you know, he also failed society because he's got to take into account the admission of what he said he did. And then say, well, okay, he can't, though, really. It, it, this was unprecedented. It was actually very unprecedented. They allowed testimony of victims when they he has not been charged or found guilty, although he admitted uh, to this. Um, right. They allowed the victims to come forward. They were begging that this man be put in prison because he never could be charged for what he had done to them, even though he admits it. But the judge went beyond what the prosec- prosecutor recommended. A probation to six months. He more no, than doubled no, no. with the prosecutor. He failed. Recommended. He failed. He should, the book says five, up to five years, no maximum of five years or more. He should have given him five years and said, you're getting five, and I wish I could give you more. And that's it. You know, he could have uh, done yeah, that. Yeah, the maximum. He should have done the I agree with you there. He should have done you know, the maximum. He said, hey, five years, and I guarantee you, 
you know, you're going to pay in, you know, inside the joint because there's one place nothing anyone likes is anyone that does that. Let me tell you, you're you're definitely in. Pro- you got some problems, Denny. I don't care if you're going to the pen, you know, to the the penthouse of jails. You're still going to pay, and someone will get them. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I'm not. I don't care. I, I kind of want to see him suffer. I, I think that's what he did was horrible and heinous. Um, I mean, I'm sick. I guess I'm sorry. I, I, I was angry. No, I don't I, think I, you're I, sick. I think I think you know. I think it's normal. I think it's normal to want vengeance. I think it's normal to want justice. I think it's normal to be angry. And I think it's normal to I, I, anger is human. You're human. So don't, okay. I'm not going to judge you on that either. I appreciate uh, okay. the call. Okay, let's go. Thanks, Robert. And call us sooner. We've missed you. Um, not that dial tone, but we've missed you. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, if you're holding, don't go away. We're going to join you and your calls right after this. If you're not holding, when we finish with the call, your cue to call through. Should there be a statute of limitations at all? 8886-LESLIE. Should there be a statute of limitations if you think there should? What crimes shouldn't have one? Should the laws be changed with regard to rape, molestation, sexual assault, especially of a child. And if that statute of limitations was gone, Dennis Hastert would be going to jail for longer and he would be punished for not just bank fraud, but for the crime I feel that is far worse. Because bank fraud, I mean, who did that impact? Banks. Sorry, I leave my violin on the case. Molesting a child, that impacted human beings screwed up human beings and tore away childhood from human beings. That's the greater crime. And the greatest crime of all, he'll never ever go to jail one day for it. Can't be charged for it because of that statute of limitations. Pick up the phone and join me. We're going to take a break when we come back. Should there be a statute of limitations on rape? And if I don't hear from you, I assume your answer is, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm apathetic. I don't care. 888-6LESLIE 888-653-7543 Should there be a statute of limitations I'm molesting a child. Think about how many children's assault, rape, molestation could be prevented if these people weren't allowed to stay on the streets because a statute has run out. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And you tell me this. Isn't there something wrong when we have prison overcrowding? Isn't there something wrong when a 75-year-old guy who had 36 pot plants in his kid's backyard that he used for his own medicinal purposes, never sold them, is serving life in prison with no chance of parole in Alabama? And Dennis Haster, knowingly molested these kids and committed bank fraud, goes to is going to prison for 15 months. If you don't think that's skewed, that's not polit- political. That's common sense in my opinion. Do you think that there's a problem here? 8886 Leslie, 888 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Cantankerous woman in Wisconsin, line three. Uh, you don't think, or you do think, you don't think there should be a statute of limitations in certain crimes. Like what ones? Uh, anything involving child molestation, there should be no statute of limitations. Um, 
with uh, uh, with rape, depending on because nowadays uh, you have to watch what they call rape because somebody can be, they can be having consensual sex. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden say, "Oh, wait, no, stop!" And they yeah, but there's, that a, there's rape. a there's a difference between rape and statutory rape. Yeah, but uh, people that hurt animals and small children and old people. They wouldn't want me to be passing out punishment. Okay, we, we'll take your word for it. Cantankerous, good talking to you there in Wisconsin. Let's go to Massachusetts on line two with Ellen listening on WHMP. Hi, Ellen, good afternoon. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I definitely agree there should be a statute of limitations on um, statutory rape. My sister is a victim of uh, uh, rape as a very young child from the age of six to nine, and in her victim witness statement when she finally as an adult with the help of the rest of the family and and counseling and and friends um in her victim witness statement she said uh not only did you change what i was as a child but you changed who i was supposed to become as an adult i mean it, it doesn't just change your 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 childhood it changes you forever and and you can say that uh um, don't call me a victim. I'm a survivor. It's, it's, it never leaves you. It never leaves you. And I know that from from working with her and taking her to counseling and helping her through uh, all of her adulthood. Actually, so, so Ellen, would you would you parent. would you say so? You feel there should be um, no statute of limitations. For sexual, sexual abuse of any kind. I, I agree with you. I agree with None you. Ellen, all. I'm I so mean, sorry that your sister was the victim of that and that and that statement. I mean, I got a lump in my throat when you said that because that is so true. It's they've, they've taken their childhood, but also who they were meant to be. And who she, yeah, who she was meant to be yeah, because yeah. it changed everything. You're everything. Good, you're, and you're the a sad good sister. part is, as a young, as a young child, uh, you don't know what's right or wrong. You don't, and, and to this day, True. when she has a bad day, she'll still break down and say, I didn't do anything wrong. Almost questioning, right. did I do anything D- yeah, wrong? Did I? Right, and exactly. exactly. From the age of six, seven, eight, nine, you know, I didn't do anything wrong, you know, but it changes you. It changes everything about the uh, person. Absolutely. Ellen, thank you for sharing that again. Uh, um, just so sorry what happened to your sister. Our thoughts and prayers are with her and all victims. Thank you, Ellen. Let's go to Phoenix on line four with Maria. Maria's listening on KPHX. Excuse me, KPHX, like K Phoenix. Uh, hey, Maria, how are you? Good, good. I definitely agree with both your callers. There should uh, be no statute of limitations on any type of child abuse. Uh, animal abuse, uh, elderly abuse. I mean, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that uh, <clears throat> people who are growing marijuana in their yards get life, and and people who just do the the most heinous things get away with just a slap on the hand. You know, just like this uh, this Hoyer guy. And uh, I did have a question for you though, because uh, didn't Cosby uh, he, he was trying to stop. Uh, the lawsuit against him, yes. and didn't the court say that uh, there's no statute of limitation on child because she was considered the victim was considered a child at that time. So if it applies to him, why doesn't it apply to Hoyer? Um, it, it's interesting. Uh, it, uh, 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 
um, uh, yes, Hastert, not Stoney Hoyer. Uh, oh, Dennis I'm sorry. Hastert. No, I'm no, no. Stoney Hoyer had I, not not committed uh, any crimes. I, I, um, I no, no, no. Everybody, everybody makes mistakes. Just want to, you know, for the record, uh, clarify that. Thank you, uh, Mark. Um, you know, with regard to Cosby, the majority of his victims could not uh, bring any kind of charge against him. Um, or then any civil suit because they, you know, he had not been convicted of any crime and not been charged with any crime. Um, but I do remember something about um, not that there is no statute of limitations, um, and, obvi- and obviously, as you know, this would vary state to state. Now, um, uh, the statute of limitations in California is going to be different than that, let's say, in uh, N- Nevada. Although most states are similar. And um, there, there's a civil statute of limitation, and, you know, there's a criminal statute of limitation, okay? Um, Got it. The, Pennsylvania it, it, has it, a 12-year state. I just found it. 12-year statute of limitations, which is why Cosby was able to be Because it was there. in Pennsylvania. Right, within 12 years. Whereas California, depending on the crime, has a range of 1 to 10 years. So I'm glad you brought that up, and thank you, Mark getting that quicker than me <laughs> that's what my crew's for thank you. i hope that answers your question maria thank you let's lastly go to tj in burlington vermont line five listening on tune in quickly tj we got less than a minute buddy okay yeah uh uh there should be no statute of limitations um and uh i am a victim uh two words catholic church uh and all i can tell you is that uh, I don't know if I can blame it solely upon that, but I'll tell you what, you know, when you're 12, 13 years old and you're getting taken advantage of by a priest, um, you know, you start to do things at an earlier age like drink and smoke. Exactly to my point, TJ. We are so sorry for what happened to you. We'll be back tomorrow.